Hello, and um, well, this is again another different one. Um, I'm with my mate uh, Wayne from the Cherry Tree, and we've both been to Maidstone today. First time fans have been back in the Gallagher Stadium for a league game in 525 days, I believe, which is incredible. Yeah, the atmosphere is incredible. One four two, brilliant. And um, you know, we just thought, you know, we were having a few beers, and we thought we'd do a quick football podcast so obviously if you want to listen to it if you are listening to it obviously you like football thank you and uh you might like it you might not who cares i don't really care <laughs> we're just drunk and want to have, do a bit of a podcast so yeah. on that note um let me welcome wayne hello wayne how hello. you doing welcome to the podcast usually i'm streaming normally during these times but coming to have a little review of mason's game today um yeah, grateful they won four two. Got a little quick. Marshy's got a little few questions for me about how today's game went on. Um, so I'm going to let him have a little question. Well, yeah, obviously, in my opinion, um, it's hard to say this after the first game of the season. But in my opinion, today was a championship winning if not promotion winning performance you know first half was very poor and we came out second half and we equalized and 30 seconds later conceded another one but then two three minutes later and went and equalized again i would go as far as say not many premier league teams would do that so i thought that showed great character great spirit and obviously went on to win four two i want i suppose i want to ask you wayne um from what you saw today where do you think Mason could go this this year well, with, with the current players they've signed this year, they should be easily, should be easily, but football's football. You can't guarantee it, but they should be a team that should win the league and go up into the next level. You think win the league, up. do you? I reckon they can win the league. With the team they've got, give them, give them, you know, mm. some time to gel. The, the whole midfield has changed completely. Um, the strike force, as you know, the strikers have changed completely. But the, the the only thing I struggled in the first half today was the identity of a, a formation. Um, it looked like we were playing quite defensive. It looked, looked defensive, tried to hold the game out till half time. For me, what I thought was, I, I've got mates that are involved in the club. And they were saying to me, yeah, the players were expecting a big atmosphere. They've heard about it. You know, in their old clubs, they haven't had an atmosphere like that necessarily. Yeah, I and I think probably what happened was they came out of that tunnel, heard the atmosphere, and it was it was electric, wasn't it? It was a good atmosphere today. And I think they atmosphere. sort of went, "Oh my god, yeah. you know, I've never I've never heard this before." And I think that first half, that it it sort of shocked them a bit too much first and a bit back. pressure. First first and then when back. they got back in the change room half time, Hakan probably calmed them down. But look, you know how much it means to the fans. You can see them go out there and do it. And, and obviously they did. I don't know if you agree with that. Do you think maybe they may be me a bit, uh, may have been a bit, you know, not camera, you know what I mean? Like, cause the, you mean a bit performance shy? A bit like, yeah, because the atmosphere was so good. They yeah, might be a bit... Um, stage fright. Stage fright. Uh, perfect. Bit That's of stage fright. Yeah. Bit of stage fright. But the thing is, these boys, you've got a couple of them that played like League 1 level. Some of them played League 2 level. Um... To counteract that, they sh- they should be expecting that sort of atmosphere, in mm. the se- but not 
obviously not in that level of football. You know, mm. in you know, in the Van South, you know, Mason have got great support. Um, you know, how many was there today? What near two thousand? Well, they they said one thousand eight hundred. I, I would I would say a lot of teams in our level uh, lessen the attendance for tax reasons. Yeah. yeah, I know yeah, this is. A, I know this is a. We don't want to get into it. I know it's a podcast, but <laughs> I, I don't think anyone would listen. To it. I would say there was at least two thousand yeah. one hundred there, at least if not more. Um, but yeah, great atmosphere. It was not. I mean, mate, you got a season this year, and I'm gonna say this. Um, yeah, you are joining a fan as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you got yeah, a major season ticket. Fair play, local team. And you're also a Tottenham fan. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I'm a Palace fan <laughs> and a Mason fan, and also I support Dundee as well. So yeah, we all have those sort of things. But you know, today me and you, probably it was the same for you. For, I mean, I went to. I was lucky enough to go Palace Arsenal, um, like the end of last season, just when some of people are back. And I, you know, I managed to celebrate a goal, a meaningful goal, which is brilliant. But then obviously when I'm losing three one. Other than that, I've not done anything like that for eighteen months. So today to celebrate four goals, four meaningful goals with my mates, have a drink up, proper football down on a Saturday. It was oh, just incredible. Especially the last two goals to make it four, mm. four two. Um, because we didn't think it was going to happen. Obviously, second half, great character from mm. the players to to do that. Lovely little sweet goals. Bit like, shall I say, a bit FIFA esque mm. at times. A bit FIFA esque. But it, mate, it was a good atmosphere. It was a good atmosphere, and I'll tell you what. And I, I hope I hope the new boys have come into Maidstone, learn from today, mm. especially with that the atmosphere they're going to get. Mm. Maybe players that have not even experienced that that, that attendance, even like mm. teams like Accrington Stanley, who average what about thousand thousand five hundred season. No, there's some teams in League Two that don't yeah. get the attendance we get. Exactly. It's, uh, exactly. Especially when in Conference North, when we're, when we're in Conference Prem, sorry. We used to get like three, three and a half thousand at times. Easy. That was incredible. And I think I think we could get back to that. Obviously, when we start getting, hopefully, when we get near the top of the league, like you say, we could. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, that was brilliant. Let's go on, on to the Premier League, I suppose. <laughs> obviously, you, you're Tottenham and Palace. Yeah. Obviously, Palace well, was 3 0 well, today. Yeah, we're not. We're, well, Tottenham aren't playing until tomorrow. I, but. <laughs> I'll start with Palace then. And, um, I'm, I haven't seen any of the game. I was very dubious about Vieira at first. He's made some very good signings. But it seems like we're spending the money, which is good. But also, Chelsea was always going to be a hard, hard game. But also, Palace have lost a lot of players mm. over the summer. Yeah, Scott that, Dan, yeah, a lot Townsend. Um, I, I think Townsend was a big guy. I don't know that, why I we got rid of him. What, it was about like 20, 25 players that mm. ended their contracts. Yeah. I don't, That's a massive there shift. There's a few we shouldn't have got rid of. That's a um, massive shift for Palace. But you know what? Like, you know, it's one of those... This is again controversial. I've said this to a few Palace fans, and they agree with me. Like it's, this is our ninth season in the Premier League now. I wouldn't necessarily mind if we went down because you go back down and uh, well, you have well, true well, fans. Well, you hoping for that parachute payment? No, no <laughs> I'm not hoping. To, I'm not hoping to go down. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hoping to go down. But you, yeah, yeah. you go down, you uh, you have true fans back at the ground. Yeah, yeah. You know the Tuesday nights against Doncaster and shit like that. And um, and not, not just that though. We might win the league maybe or. Again, a playoff thing. Mm. Not just that. I don't want to be a boring Stoke. I'm in Stoke with the Premier League. How fucking boring are they? Do you know what I mean? And oh. we're getting like that. Yeah, we're, we're between 16th and 10th. I think our, our highest finish was 9th or 9th or 10th one year. And we are like that. Nine years. Or this is our ninth year. Eight years we've been like that. Yeah. 
It's boring. The odd, odd win against Man U. The odd win against Chelsea. Odd, it, it's not enough. Dude. You need more than that. You look at West Ham <laughs> last year. They showed they could do it. And they got Europa. You, you, Palace could do that. You started to sound like a Tottenham fan in the 90s. Hmm. <laughs> we, 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 we was always that, that club. But that Palace was, could do that. Yeah, we was always, we, we was always that in the 90s. Hmm. And then suddenly, like, late 2000s, we started boosting off. But it's where you can sustain that, keeping to that level of football. Like, in mid-table. And that's but West Ham. But then one year... Fine. Yeah, and that's what yeah, we're saying yeah, last year. Yeah, they yeah, did really well last year, year, but they couldn't sustain it. No, they couldn't. Right, no. But no, fair play they still got Europa. Look, look, look. What have you said about West Ham? What they did last year, cracking signing yep. in January, boosted them to where they got to at the end of the season. Um, may, maybe without um, Lingard, they, they, they probably would have been lower down. Lingard made a massive. Yeah, I would say, I would agree with you, yeah. yeah. But the thing is with Palace, as I say, they need you got Zahar there who's doing a who's doing a blinding job that he can do on his own. But, but the thing is though what what needs to happen is that two players that will come in and go bang. Even though it's our ninth season European football. Not win the league, just get you into even European our, football. We could. And even though it's our ninth season, I think a lot of Palace fans agree. We as Palace fans, we all still see ourselves as a low league club. We always have been, you know, yo-yo club, up and down, and, you know, many Division 1, uh, Championship, whatever it was. We still see ourselves as that. And that's my point. Like, even though we're in the Premiership now, and we've been in this our ninth season, it's still a case of, wow, this is amazing. And we we love winning games. And we support our team. We don't lose, whatever. But we don't want to end up, like I say a minute ago, we don't want to be a Stoke. Yeah, a lot of fans would agree that the fact that what, if we go down and win a few games, you know, like we talked about earlier, that mm. uh, Palace documentary, that, it's that season we went up, wow, what a season. Yeah, I haven't seen that documentary. Do yet. that again. I will watch that documentary. Yeah, do that again. And have a little... We'll yeah. do better than that and win the league. Wow, if we could win the league. Like Norwich, Norwich do it. This is, this is what annoys me with Norwich, yeah? <laughs> Norwich. So Norwich, they, Norwich, they go up, yeah. Yeah, they go they, up. They never invest. Yeah, you know, keep the same near the same team. Go down, you know, solidly go down. If you know what I mean, not just not just go down, solidly go down. But then they come back up, and then they win the league every year, next year. Like they've done it, I think, two, three years in a row. I think, I think I'm just calculating the yeah. parachute points. And, but, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and it's just like, so you win the championship every season. Yeah. Go up, get relegated, win the championship. Go. But my point is. Actually, that's quite exciting. It's not. I, I know a noise fan from work, and she she hates that. Like she like when like, it's got to the point now they've gone up, and she's like, I'm not even excited about going up now because I know what's going to happen. We're going to lose and go down. So it's nice to be a Palace fan in that sense, knowing that we're pretty safe. Might not be. I think we might go down this year. There's a chance. There could be a chance. But, but my I, point I, is, I'd rather be Palace and Norwich. But at least they've got that sort of um, sort of change in each season. To be honest, um, with the teams, you talk about teams going down this season. Like I know it's only like the first weekend in the league, um, but I say after what happened with Ars- Arsenal against Brent- Brentford last night, Brentford, yeah, Brentford, Brentford sorry. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I thought they were going to win from the beginning. No, yeah. uh, to be honest, I think I think Arsenal got to look at themselves. They um, have from from the Tottenham fans' point of view. 
I don't want to go down. I would love the North London derby. I love the banter. But I'm going to be really controversial and back up Arsenal a bit here. Really? I don't like Arsenal that much. Yeah, I know you don't. But they were naive. They went into that game thinking they were going to win. Brentford just come up. And they, they were naive. Brentford came out the best way they could have done so you, and you, just attacked them. So, and that's why they won. Yeah, so you, you're talking about like um, a, an old England sort of syndrome mm. going on there. They should have, Arsenal should have come out as if they yeah. were playing at Man U or mm. Chelsea or yeah, Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they should have done. Is and it, they didn't. It's, it's, a, they, it's, it's a bit of an old, like pre, I was say, like pre Gareth Southgate England, yeah. where they, they go up against a team like, Say Montenegro and go like, yeah. oh, we're going to sprash these and then we get one nil win. We get, we get, we end up getting like a draw, one all or something. Mm. That that no, yeah, I agree with that. No, I agree. Okay with that. then. So this season, uh, your top four. My top four. Who's going, who's going to win the league and who's going to be second, third, and fourth? Winning the league is it's going to be a tough one this year because everyone's been hyping up Chelsea because of the master tactician that is at the moment Turkle. He he done great like the other night, bringing on a goalkeeper, yep. like literally in the last few moments of the game, to be in goal for the penalties, and it worked. So, judging by that, even though being a Spurs fan, it's hard. It pains me to say this, but Chelsea have got a very good chance to win it this year. Yeah, I think Chelsea up there. They've got a very good chance to win it this year, but whoever the team is that gets above them. Before you say what you. Your predictions, yeah. Mm. What I would love to happen, and the, the closest we've got to this is you remember that season when Man City won it in the last kick with Aguero. Mm-hmm. That was two teams last season. What I would love this season is second to last game of the season or last game of the season. There's been like three or four teams that could win the league on the last day of the season. Mm. That would be absolutely fantastic, and I think it could happen. We really do. You look at Chelsea, like you said, then. Mm-hmm. You look at Man City. You look at Liverpool. Chelsea, well, it could quite easily happen where I hope they all have like literally the same amount of points on the last day of the season. Any one of the four could win the league and it just goes to the last game of the season. How good would that be? Well, the thing is, the, the one thing about we can't, you know, we can't knock about like Pep Guardiola saying about Turkle being a master tactician, but the thing is, the one thing about Pep Guardiola last season, like m- most of the season, we can't forget. They didn't have a recognised striker mm. up front. And they still won the league by 12 points. Does really mm. strikers really... I don't think... I don't do, think do, Liverpool, do, strikers, yeah. do strikers... Are You're really right. important in the game? It's a bit like Liverpool. No excuses. Yeah. Injuries. Van Dijk. That's basically... I mean, I know they had a lot of other injuries. Mm. But the main one, Van Dijk. That's it. Yeah. Can they use that as an excuse to finish no, fifth? I, I, I don't I, think I, so. I, don't, I don't think that's an excuse. No. They, I think they, you're right, they, yeah. Got, um, well, the thing is, they did have... Matt, the, the, Matic was... But this is my point on Palace. Palace had loads of injuries this year as well. Yeah? We finished 14th. Yeah? yeah? yeah now, as I just said a minute ago, that's probably... That's sort of typical Palace. However, if we hadn't have had, our inju- had our injuries we had, we could have probably finished 10th. Okay, and that doesn't mean anything more other than more prize money. Good done. And that's my point. I don't think you could use that excuse. I think too many football teams these, these days use excuses like that. Of oh, injuries. Yeah, too many, too many. Injury, injuries is this, injuries is that. And that's what I loved about, sorry. But, but I must when, admit, sometimes, injuries can be a bit of a godsend. Mm. I, was, like, if, I was talking to someone about Tottenham a couple, couple of weeks ago about, like, are you going to miss Harry Kane? Um, 
you know, as being a Spurs fan, are you going to miss Harry Kane? And I was like, probably not, actually. He, he's done good for the club. Mm. He's done fantastic. All right, he got golden boot last year, but the thing is, at the end of the day, did we win the league with a golden boot? No. And the thing is, like, a couple of seasons ago, when he went injured for about three months during the um, Christmas period, mm. into January, February, Son was playing at the top. And we won every game mm. under Son. As soon as Kane came back, we started losing. And, and then when it came to that, when mm. it came to that um, Champions League uh, semi-final, Kane wasn't involved in that game and Lucas Moura was the hero, got us through to the final. He was the hero that day. You know, I didn't even think he was going to even go and reach the final, let alone the oh, semi-final no. that year. That, that's that, amazing. How, how we that's got brilliant. that group stage, I never know. But we got to that final. We got to that final. And we found out that Harry Kane was fit, apparently, like a week before that, that game. Mora was dropped, and then Kane came back in. And then we lost the game. Uh, I'm not saying that is no. purely responsibility, but I felt Kane wasn't match fit. You should have played Mora. Maybe we could have, could have had a bit, bit more of a chance against Liverpool. Liverpool, you know. But VAR came in. That was the first season of VAR, I think it was, if I'm correct. Yeah. And VAR won against us in that um, first penalty decision. But, but going back to what we're saying, like, and this is what we're going to our next conversation about England and Euros, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. what you're okay. saying there is right. Like, I don't think any of us can blame England in that Euro tournament. <laughs> in the group stage, yes, we were, we were a bit slack, especially against Scotland. Yeah, we thought we were going to win and... Bit naive, but it's a young team. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, as soon as we got into knockouts, and I said this to my mates, I said this to them. I went, when we get in the knockout stages, when you're in the group stages, it's like, all you need is like four points and you're through basically. Mm. So there is that sort of air of of oh, I don't have to play so much. As soon as you get in that knockout stage, you play as if it's your life depends on it. Yeah, which is what happened. And we beat Germany. Would anyone? My, my mates were like, oh, I can't, I can't believe we got Germany. We're gonna lose. And we beat them two 0 Absolutely yeah. fresh them. I know it's only 2 0, but thrashed them. It was amazing. But thrashed them in the sense of they didn't have, you know, they, they weren't in the game. So you know, it wasn't like a close 2 0. You know, no. it was, you know, we deserved it. And then obviously it went on that. And obviously everyone else said, oh, then it was an easy route to the final. Yeah, maybe. Never an easy, easy However, if we had the other route. It's never an easy no, route. If we had, never if we had the route. other route, yeah, we'd have had an easy round of 16. But then Italy and Spain and Portugal and stuff like that in the um, other rounds. So that wouldn't have been easy. So there's no easy route. There's no easy route. The end now, of the day, the end of the day, like, I'll say, um, what I'm going to say is, um, Denmark, you know, they had, they, they fought bravely. They yeah, fought definitely. Very bravely. They was, the thing is about them, they played with passion because of their captain. Yeah. Ericsson, we can't describe We're going to take a sec, yeah. We can't discard Ericsson. You know, they played for him. And okay. if, if it wasn't, to be honest, I'm, I'm not disrespecting um, how, you know, Denmark done, but at the end of the day, if, if Ericsson didn't, yeah. if that didn't happen, I'm going to say this quickly. Would they have got as no. far as they did? I'm just going to say this quickly. Like, I was, I, I was really upset when we lost. I was upset in the World Cup when we lost in the semi-final because in my lifetime, that was the first we got. And then I was really upset you know, the way if we lost three 0 I wouldn't have been as upset because it would have been, you know, sort of done mm. and dusted. But the way we were winding up and then 
you know, winning the penalties at the beginning, then losing the penalties, then almost winning the penalties, you know, pick the saves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we need to do is score on my level, and then we look. Yeah, that was what killed it for me. Um, so, yeah, my point is fair play to England. Yeah, fair play. And it's nice to see like, uh, Brentford fans clapping Sacco and all that. It's lovely. Now, hey, did you hear about the Tottenham fans uh, clapping Yeah, Sacco? again, oh, you're oh, talking oh, about oh, fair oh, play. Oh, was there and there was a Tottenham weekend. banner, wasn't there? Saying, I, was there, I was there last weekend. There was a Tottenham um, flag saying, um, we back uh, back, uh, back Saka. Yeah, we back you know, Saka. Um, of course. Uh, rivalries mean nothing when it comes to racing. It was like that. Fair play. Now, the other thing I was going to... Oh, what was the other thing I was going to say now? We would have done it if it was, um, say, I don't know, Izzy. If, Izzy, mm. if Izzy, you know, Izzy, yeah. Izzy. If Izzy was... Uh, oh, that's what, was that's what I was saying. England, that's what I was saying. We would have so, done the same when thing. When we're going to... Um, um, I was, I think, hung over that day. And uh, I decided to go to Tesco to get some like, lunch or dinner or whatever. Mm. And as I was in the queue, my one of my group chats in WhatsApp went mental. And I was like, this is awful, this is awful. And I put it on my, um, I, I had the, a BBT I put it on my phone, put it on. Mm. Not not to be, not prime, but you know what I mean, to see what's going on. And I was like, oh my God, that's awful. And I felt sick. You know, I wasn't even watching it when it happened. Mm. I've watched it back since. It's awful. It made me feel sick. He he literally... I'm, I'm a three-day first aider, blah, blah. And I've been told so many times, if you're, having, if, if you're having to do CPR, you can't do anything wrong because that person's dead. So, the fact, yeah, which is true. So, basically, Ericsson was dead. And those people brought him back to life. And there's so many people that helped there. Let me say this. Because... There's so many people that helped. The medics, fantastic. His captain, and you know, getting people on really quickly and shielding him, brilliant. And the ref was it Anthony Taylor, I think. It was Anthony Taylor. But the, him oh, getting him on so quickly. But also as well, since 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 um, what happened to Fabrice Mwamba mm. back in 2012. Yeah, they're saying he's going to play again. Um, well, Fabrice. No, not Fabrice. No. Um, uh, Ericsson's going to play again, I said. Uh, I, I said yeah, 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 he's going to play again. Because, um, I said, no, he won't play again now. No, he, he, is, he yeah. will do, because he's, he, he's had the surgery that um, David Blint had. But in Italy, they say you can't have a pacemaker or something. What, yeah, playing? in the Italian league, you can't, which shocks me. So you might, so, might have to say, have that so, taken so, out. So he may have to transfer away from mm. Inter. He might but no, so let me say this, right. So, Andy Taylor was brilliant getting everyone on really quickly. Mm. Denmark team, how yeah, that's their teammate, Don't know. and they they stay strong and did a shield around him. Finn was it Finland fans, yes, uh, Finland. Yeah. and they gave flags to uh cut shield him as he's coming off. Exactly, yeah. everything that is what we love about football. You know, forget the rivalries, forget the fighting, forget all that. That is what makes football, it is. And, and you know, forget Golden Boot, forget Golden Glove, forget who won it. Yeah, that for me that is the moment of the tournament when 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 you saw that picture of Ericsson with his eyes open because I, I was I'm not I'm not gonna lie, people on this podcast know I'm a bit emotional. I had a tear in my eye quite a lot when it was happening because I was like, oh my god, no, and that, that day, seeing that seeing his eyes open, I was that, that, that day, so relieved. That day I was streaming um, football manager that day, and I had that game on in the background, mm. and literally I turned my stream off. There and then, turn my stream off there and then. I apologise to my stream. So look, I'm gonna cut the stream. Mm. I said, "Fair play." He's next. He's next Spurs boy, and great Spurs player he was. 
And but, I, I felt very emotional. When, when I walked upstairs, I, me, I, I remember my, my mum, she was like, who's that guy on the, on the who's, who's collapsed? She didn't even realise who it was. I said, it's Ericsson. And she was like, she was like, literally, no. It can't be. I was like, it's Ericsson. Let's look at the positives here, though. Ericsson and um, she did. She broke down tears. Yeah, er- Ericsson and um, she loved Ericsson. Who was that? Even though she's a Leeds fan. Who's the other one? Ericsson and um, yeah. um, the oh, what was the other player that we said earlier that caps on the pitch? Uh, Mamba, yeah. So let's look at positives here. They have both put round. Brilliant. I know there's been people that haven't. Like, who's that? Um, West Ham player. Well, Fabrizio uh, Mamba. Don't uh, forget, at the time, it was, uh, it was a very fresh thing that was going on. He was lucky. He was lucky yeah. that there was a surgeon, or, but, or, or was it a heart specialist that was in the in the crowd that just ran into the pitch? Who was that West Ham player that played for his country great, and died? Huh? Who was that West Ham player that died for his country? Um, uh well, Jeez. people listen. We'll, we'll think about it in a minute. Um, okay, so unfortunately, you get people like that, and you get you get people like um, Chetiote who died as well. Yeah, so it's not all positive, but yeah, I think the point I'm trying to make here is my my now Sunday League team is now uh, raising money for a defense machine. Uh, Fifteen years ago, before I started playing for him, one of our players died on the pitch. Yeah, his, his kids were there watching. Must have been horrible. Yeah. So we're raising money for a defib machine. Now, um, I just think a, a defib machine costs about a thousand pounds, Wayne. Something like that. Ah. Um, hang on. A, a, a defib machine costs about a thousand pounds, yeah? Mm. The amount of money from the government has been ploughed into, you know, eat out to help out or, yeah, the um, Mark Vivian Fire, that's it. Mark Vivian Fire. Mm. But, um, and also the, yeah, uh, yeah, um, what was it, you know, when you go on furlough, yeah. Why on earth? Yeah, there's so, it would be so easy to every Sunday league club just supply them with a, a defib. So easy. Mm. For any any random people like us, that over the country, that would probably be a million pounds. Yeah, that's a lot of money, of course. Of money. But to the government, they're that's doing like, Hundreds of million pounds for furlough, hundred million pounds for he had to help out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you think, come on, that is something worthwhile. That's that like, uh, yeah. Wake up. Yeah, yeah. Every Sunday League team should have a defib machine. Look, um, every um, every club has one now. Like the, every football, yeah. Every it, it, professional it, club does. Yeah. I say when for Bruce Mwamba, um had his collapse. The thing is that wasn't there at the time, but. With Ericsson, um, I know that literally every five hundred—I think it's about every five meters—round round behind the advertisement boards, there's the the defibrillators all around the pitch, so they're easy to grab onto, mm. and that went straight onto Ericsson. And then and the other thing is, uh, one of my mates said to me, "You need to be defib trained to it," and I was like, "Well, my three day first aid course, I am." Now, people listening. If you're ever in a, in a situation where there is a defib available, you don't have to be defib trained. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's every five and, meters or something. Yeah, but, but you don't have to be, you know, if someone needs a defib and there's a defib there, it's as simple as this. There'll be instructions on the defib anyway, but just, just for, let me just say this. Um, it, the pads will show you where to put them on the body. 
it's usually one on the top right or left and then bottom yeah and then it would literally say shock recommended or shock not recommended yeah and it, 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 yeah it would like, if, if it says shock recommended it would like clear body shock if it says shock not, shock not 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 recommended that means he doesn't need a shock like he's not dead so it's so simple but if you're listening to this and you ever have to do it and there's a defib there it's so simple don't be scared to do it grab that defib open it up instructions being there it's so simple don't be afraid of that. But yeah, like I said, everyone needs one. Mm. Everyone needs one. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Because at the end of the day, it's like these players, they, they train a lot. They they do work hard for what they are. I, I, know, I, I know a youngster at the moment who is trying to get into um, Sunderland at the moment. Mm. He's a youth player at the moment. And he turned around to me like, like, on my stream a couple of days ago saying to me I'm not looking forward to going over to Denmark and doing some pre-season friendlies um, I said mate you, this is the sacrifices that football players go through you've got to go over there and come back next day and then, but I said to him you do it if you want to if you, if you want to be a player you might not, do it you um, might not have known him there's a bloke around the corner I was probably say about five years ago now. Mm. He died heart attack. Mm. He dropped. He ate. He ate. No, he ate salads. Yeah, ate healthily. Mm -hmm. Did karate, judo. Yeah, you know, he really worked. Yeah, you know, and he had died of a heart attack or something. Like that. That. And I, yeah. and that's what I think. Yeah, you know, I know it's a stupid excuse to say. Well, that means I could just do whatever I want. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, not, like I said to you earlier, why not? I'm gonna start eating healthily in September. I'm gonna start <laughs> going swimming. Yeah, 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 yeah. With my mate, uh, Ian, from work, I've mentioned on this podcast many a time. Um, and that's fine. I'm not going to go over the top of it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go, oh, I'm going to get so buff and I'm not going to I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to get a little bit of fit. Problem, the difference is, what I'm saying is, you could do, you could be the fittest person in the world but still die of a heart attack or a stroke yeah, or anything. In the end of the and, day, as, 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 if you're not even doing sport, if you're not doing mm -hmm. anything like that, as long as you're doing, like, at least an hour... Probably about an hour worth of walk in a day. Was it two two litres of no four, yeah. li four litres of water a day? No, two litres of water a two, day. Two litres of water a day. I do two litres of water a day. And what I've noticed in this summer holidays, obviously we're three and a half weeks into my summer holidays now. Mm. I'm not putting on too much weight, but people have noticed a little bit. Probably five pounds, six pounds, so you know, not overly much. Still eating greens though. But, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not overly eating bad, nothing like that. Yeah. But my point is, when I'm at work, I walk about seven miles a day, mm. like yeah, uh, fourteen to sixteen thousand steps a day. So I do that and you know, eat and all that, but that keeps me fit. Mm. While I'm on summer holidays, I'm not doing that. I'm doing probably three thousand steps a day because I'm not doing much. So I am putting weight on. So in a way, I can't wait to go back to work to get that sort of fitness bucket. You know, I said to you earlier, Wayne, my first preseason game for my Sunday team mm. last week, and played a. Yeah, you know, I, I I run a racing sports day on my last days of term. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't done any running since my last Sunday league game, which was probably about a month and a half, two months ago. Mm. I had to come off after thirty-five minutes, and I never bring myself off. Yeah. I had to come off because I had the worst stitch going. You know, I, I set up two goals, which is great, but I was like, oh my god, this stitch is awful. That's after thirty-five minutes. Like, this is awful. I'm 30 years old, yeah. Nine minute, nine minute matches. Yeah, and I was like, this is awful. 
Don't get me wrong, we can come on and off. Yeah. And I did come back on, and when I come back on, it was fine. It'd be like last it last preseason. Oh, so, yeah, he's rolling subs. And like last preseason, uh, we had this friendly, and we decided to do four half an hours. Mm. After the first half an hour, I was like that, and they went, "You're right, we ain't got no subs." I was like, "All right, I'll carry on playing." And literally, you know, I run through it, and was fine. Played like you know, 120 minutes, actually fine. Yeah, you know, got my fitness up. Where we had subs, Sunday I came off. But, you know, it, it was one of those, I was like, oh my God, this stitch is fucking horrible. Yeah. I'm, I've got to admit, I'm not surprised after, like, how many times I've seen you treat you on Saturday night. <laughs> We've got to go tomorrow. I said I might be an extra. I doubt I will. Especially now it's, well. Well, what time is we don't. This is not live, so you don't know when this happened, but I'm not going to tell you it's 20 past three. <laughs> oh, shit, I have. I have now. But no, you know, me and Wayne have just, good that Maystone. And uh, we had a good night playing, yeah, playing darts in my house and a bit of music. And we just thought, fuck it. You know what? Let's have a little conversation about football on the podcast. Well, originally it was mm. going to be mainly about Maidstone, but we, mm. it's been good. It's been good. It doesn't really matter about what it's about. I suppose before we go, um, let's talk about World Cup really quickly. World Cup next year. Jesus, Qatar. A year and a half. Yeah. I forgot at first it was a year and a half. I thought it was a year. Yeah, yeah, because it's in November or something. December. December. Yeah. No, yeah. In yeah, November. December. December. And I think, oh, Jesus, birthday. I think <laughs> it's going to suit us down to the ground. You really think so? It, it is bad. They usually have uh, breaks in their leagues, don't they, around Christmas? They do. So they're going to have to play through that for the first time in a long time. So they're not going to be used to that. Our players are going to be bang on it, bang on in it. form, mm. used to playing around that time. No, it's, 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 January, and, it's January when, when um, league... Uh, uh, La Liga, the French League, and... Uh, but, yeah, but you know what I mean, though. Bundesliga, Italian League. But you know what I mean, yeah, though. They, they, they have a break in January. Yeah, even still, even still, I know... Yeah, even still, mm. you know what I mean? It, it, I think it's going to suit us down to the ground. Though, I'm not sure about Spanish. I think now, they still play through. Well, we'll get a score, obviously. After this Euros, and those group games were shit, weren't they? Mm. I don't know if you know, the times of games... Group games, we don't know yet, because we're technically not qualified yet. We will, but, yeah, we but it's 10 o'clock, uh, 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock, or 7 o'clock. Mm. So there's, we might not, but there's a chance we might get a 10 o'clock game, or 1 o'clock, or 2 o'clock game. If that happens, I'm going to be quite happy to watch that at school, because it's one of those that go, in a group stage, we should get through it, hopefully, and I'll watch it at school. With the kids, yeah. If, yeah. Mo- if most of the games on the weekend, it's but fine. as soon as you get through to around sixteen, I think the only games are five, seven, and nine or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, it, when I, I don't know if I can say this in the podcast. Oh fuck it, I can. I tell you about the time. You remember Euro two thousand sixteen? Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate saying. I don't. I don't, split, I don't I think. I got Switzerland shirt from that year, but I don't think my head teacher would listen to this. She um, she said don't tell anyone. I hope she doesn't listen to this. If she does, it's long ago now. Oh, we were playing Wales at two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah? And uh, Matt Lansing and I were like, oh, I might come to the pub. Because obviously they all have jobs where they can get annual leave. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. Why can't I school? And they went, if you don't ask, you don't get. I'm like, all right. So I went to head teacher. I went in. I know it's going to be a no. All my mates going to watch that England-Wales game at the pub. I'm going to go. And she went, um... As soon as she went, um, like that, I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. 
It's not a no. And fair play to her. She was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I don't know how much I can say. I can't, I can't really say much. I can't. Because it is actually going up. I really want to, but I can't. I, I want to say something. I, I end up. It, it, I, it won't be appropriate. I end up. <laughs> I end up going. She went. If, if, if we need, if we need to call yeah. you back, you need to come back. I was like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I meant, I wasn't gonna get drunk, not at all. So I'm not gonna be. I wasn't gonna be one of those people that was gonna go back to school and be drunk. Yeah, and you got to remember that like, kickoff was two, and I was leaving half one. Mm-hmm. So if they needed me at like half two, as an hour, I'd have only had about a pint or two pints. So it was never ever going to be the case where I was going to be slaughtered. Um, so, yeah, that, that, but I, I love that. I love that sort of thing. And I was sat in the pub like, oh my God, I'm here. Being pal, I love that. But the thing is, I, I do stuff for work. Like, you know, I take kids home. Sheppy sometimes get home at six o'clock. Well past my finishing time. You know, we do, it's give and take, isn't it? But like you have expressed, isn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much. Come on. I, know, I like the little... Um name drop there mm. thank you very much <laughs> yeah go with express they're good um yeah no it's, it, it is it's, it's one of those but hang on what, what else can i want to say a few more things but what else can we talk about what, what we talk about um we talk about maystone talk about yeah. palace talk what? about england uh let's talk about hurricane going to oh see that, to uh, that's that's what annoys me with Man City, yeah. They've, that, got, they've got that much money. I think, I think it is going to happen. Grease for 100 minutes. Don't go on, he's a good player. I used to hate him before. Mm. Throwing himself on the floor. But for England, he was brilliant. It's a fair play. I don't think he throws himself on the floor. It's just you know, he does. The thing, he's one well, of he those, did last season anyway. He's one of those old school players that likes to run. No, he, he does throw himself on the floor. But that's the point. He, but he, get, he gets in position. He's not worth 100 million. You look about six, seven years ago when but, Ronaldo yeah. went to uh, whatever. He went. He went for eighty million. This is this is one of my arguments with um, or discussions with my screen with like transfer fees. The end of the day, right to um, Aston Villa. Uh, he's he's, he's done brilliant. Yeah, he could have gone. Hard. He could have gone the season before he's, for free. Yeah, he's he's worth yeah. he's done a good thing for him. The Aston Villa fans having a go at him. Fuck off. Look, he's, you, done, he's done you a good thing there. You, you've yeah. got 100 million, you can... You That's can, my point. You can build a whole team rather than... And they've got, they've got Ings, brilliant. But, you know, Ronaldo went from Real Madrid to uh, Juventus with 80 million. Yeah, And that was only about three years ago. Hmm. So basically, what if you're going on, on cost-wise, you're saying that Grealish is worth more than Ronaldo. Fuck off. No. No, so no, he's no, not no, worth no. 100 million. But the, the thing is, Ronaldo is, yes, he's a great player. And he's a great player. He's still a great player now. But he's, he's slowing down. He's mm. slowing down. But it's the age thing. And I, Grealish is 25 years of age. And Pep does not want Kane. He doesn't want him. Pep, no, Pep don't want Kane. But I, the, I, owners I the owners do. The owners want him. Now, Just and and with, with owners as well, they could do it. They could make him buy him. Of they do. So they could literally go in on the transfer deadline and go, Kane... 150 million question, or 120 million, yeah, and buy him, yeah. But my question is, will Pep play him? Yes, because once you got him, you would. You, you're playing. But so you would. But the thing but is, even if me and you didn't play But going back to last season, they proved it. Uh, they don't need an out and out striker and I, to win the league. If me or you didn't want Kane, they won it by, like Pep. They won it by 12 I know. If me or you didn't want Kane, 
but our owners pay for him. Me and you, me and you would pay him. Of course you would. And my point is, but my point is, I think it's really unfair, and this is where Cap should come in because 100 million for Grealish. If they pay 120 million yeah, for they, Kane, they, they, they use the cap. Uh, was it the uh, FFP? Yeah, FFP. Fair. Yeah, they they cap that. But they cap that on most leagues, but for some reason not the Premier League. And, and that's what but, that's and, why Man, Man and, City are getting away with. And if they get Kane, they win the league. I'm sorry, they do easily. And for me, it's just cheating. It's not. It's not. Efficiency, but you know what I mean. Like, no, they, it's they, the fact they've, they've got, got the so much money. They've got the ability to do it. It's like, like, don't like, don't. Come on, I don't. I know you're a Tottenham fan as well. Mm. I don't necessarily like Tottenham, but I'd like to see Tottenham win a cup. Yeah, whether it be the FA Cup yeah, or something. I would. I'd love them to see him do that. Like when Leicester won the league, how fucking good was that? I don't mm. know about you, but yeah, we we all like. I know a Leicester fan. We, we screwed up. Like, yeah, a couple of games. I know, I know a Leicester season. fan. We, we could have won that league. That I know Leicester fan, and we were messaging for it, and he was like, I think I might do it, man. I was like, I think you might. And then he came to Palace away, and he sent me videos of him in the away end, and they were singing in the Palace. This was about five, five six games before the end of the season. And now you better believe us, we're going to win the league, stuff like that. And I was sort of saying to him, yeah, do you know what? I think you will. And even then, people didn't believe. But then when Chelsea Tottenham game, when they drew, it made them champions. I'm not being funny. Again, I, I would, I would like to find any football fan that didn't get goosebumps oh. when um who was it uh uh Bo- Bo- whatever sang um Ness and Dummer. Yeah. When it, it, on match day, I would like to find any football fan that didn't have their hairs stand up on the back of their neck on that. Yeah, so I'm not being funny. I was proud, pleased, happy. Even though I'm a Leicester fan, I was so it was so amazing. Do you know what I mean? Were you the same? Mate, as I say, when when um, when Leicester done it, mm. it just proved anyone could do it. Brilliant. Anyone could do it. The last time that obviously that's happened and in the Premier League era was um, Blackburn, Blackburn, Blackburn and, back New, in and Newcastle almost, yeah. Blackburn '95 and uh, Newcastle almost, yeah. You, you probably, yeah, no, probably, I'm, I'm too young, yeah. You probably didn't remember that too yeah. much, but I've season, seen it. Yeah, Blackburn had a cracking season, and yeah. But, um, um, and then you look at West Ham this like, last season. Whatever I know, there's no fans. Mm. They're getting sixth. They could have quite if they hadn't uh, dived down last few games. They could have got fourth. Yeah. Mm. Again, that proves anyone can do stuff like that. You know, it's not. You look. You, you, six years ago, the top four. Arsenal, Chelsea, Man U, Liverpool, or maybe Chelsea as well. Maybe Messi. Top six, yeah. Now it's not like that. It's not. You can get West Ham there. You get Leicester in there. I I think. I think Leicester. I think Leicester. If they if they continue on the way it was from the back end of last season, I think think they could be top four. I'm not being funny. I think they could be top four. I'm not too confident with Vieira, but if it works. Palace could be that this year. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if it works, it's a big shout. I doubt we will. If it, if, it, if it works, let me let me just clarify. I'm works, not. I yeah. reckon eighth. Is yeah, be... exactly. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. They go no, on. I'll say eighth. I'm not. I'm not sitting there going. Palace going to finish fourth but, or sixth. But I'm saying, yeah, eighth. It could be our best. Yeah. If it works, it could be the best. who who knows? 
that we could. I know we lost three 0 to Chelsea, but, but the thing is, but, it but, could happen. But the thing is, now you got Brent, you got Brentford in there now, and I'll go give respect if the, any Brentford fans are listening to this. Oh, it's brilliant. That, I watched the first half last night. Brilliant. My, Their fans were fantastic. No, no, it, their fans I, I, I were fantastic. Watch, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie. No, but I, their fans I'm, were fantastic. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch last night's game. I haven't watched any of the oh, um, I watched first half. It was amazing. But what they've done over the last couple of seasons, um, the way they've run, the way, no. they, the, the way they, they find talent to You're keep right. themselves sustainable. You're right. They're old grand, though. They didn't need to necessarily get rid of that. But that was an amazing grand. Yeah, they did to get to the Premier League. I suppose they did they to get to the Premier League. Yeah, they don't need to worry about that Because they're much. terrorists. They wouldn't be able to have that in the Premier League. Yeah, that's true. They wouldn't be able to But that was brilliant. But, so the new ground, it looks good. It's in the middle of nowhere. Not in the middle of nowhere. It's like, prompt there, how they they're, found they're, room. They're a team with a plan. Exactly. They're and even their manager said last night, I don't know if you saw, the manager said in the press conference, we're like a bus stop in Hounslow. Their manager said that. Mm. We shouldn't be beating Arsenal 2-0. But we have. We're going to play. Keep and I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is the top, likes of Norwich, but uh, yeah, Brentford. Um, I mean, Burnley been up there enough, but you know, the, the lowest, even Palace, yeah, all them mm-hmm. people want to see them beat Man U, Chelsea, Liverpool. You know, unless you're their fans. Look. You know, people that aren't if Palace beat Liverpool at Anfield. If you're not a Liverpool fan, people like that. It's like, well, it's like, it's like the, the game earlier on today. You got Matt. You had Manchester United versus Leeds. Mm. And, you know, if you're not a Man United fan, you know you want to be thinking, come on, Leeds, mm. let's beat them. Um, I watched about the first 20 minutes and it was still 0 0 of that game before I came down to watch Mates Lane play. End up 5 1, didn't it? Yeah, yeah by, the time I got, by the time I got to the, um, the society rooms, it was 3 0. So from the time I got onto the bus to the time I got in there, which is only about probably a half hour, well, three goals went in. But on that note, what we're saying, they could be be contenders for the league as well. Premier League, Championship, League One, and League Two. Like, I don't know know much about League Two, League One, League Two. Mm -hmm. But what I do know about it is, is it's very unpredictable as well. Same as Championship. Well, so, uh, Championship is the hardest league to get out of, and it is, you know, a brilliant league. You know, you could watch some fantastic football there. And so is Premier League. My point is, Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, oh my God, what great football. And uh, I'm going to go on from that as well. Uh, National League, uh, you know, Conference Prem, what used to be called Conference, uh, National League Prem now, National League South, National League North, especially in those leagues, what I just said then, no VAR, no nothing. It's proper football, proper fans. It's just a ref that's got another job that's probably getting paid hundred pound for that <laughs> yeah, game, yeah, if that. Yeah. And you know, it, it just, it, it just, yeah, fair play. And it is just a proper say, football game. We, we gave that referee mm. a bit of stick yeah, today. Yeah, it, it's just a, pro- a proper football game. We, yeah, we gave him a bit of stick yeah. today, but as long as he don't take it to heart, that referee was today. But we, we gave I, him a bit I hate it. I say this to Mason fans, <clears throat> especially Mason. Also, say the Palace as well. I hate it. When a ref makes a bad decision in the first half, for example, and they start seeing the referees and wanger, I hate that because even though they're impartial, you know they're impartial, of course, and you like to think they're professional. However, me or you, that ref, yeah, you're impartial, and you've got the whole home fan. Let's say a Premier League game, twenty-six thousand people seeing the referees and wanker. Yeah, the thing is, Maidstone did have a good. Yeah, 
had a very good okay, penalty, had a very good penalty shot. Like, yeah, it, 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 it should have been, maybe not. It, it should have been a penalty. The, the the guy didn't make any contact. With but the my ball. point is, yeah, you're that ref. Yeah, you're impartial, of course you are. Mm. But you got, let's say, in the Premier League, twenty six thousand fans, or in our league, most done mm. um, two thousand fans seeing the referee's wanker. You are, you're a human being, and you are gonna turn around and go. Well, I might not give that now. Well, I'll, I'll give that throw in the other way. No, I'll I, give that free kick. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not cheating. I, I understand but how referees work. I turn, I turn around to fans in and Palace when I go. Mm. More when it's first half. Second half, not so much. But first half, and they go, referees went, I'm like, no, shut up. Stop saying that because that could be detrimental. Mm. The, the thing is, there's, there's always been this thing, like, the way referees work, where, like, in the first 10, 20 minutes... They don't like to give too many cards away. They want to try and keep the game flowing. They want to try, try their best. And like sometimes you you, you get that odd bad tackle in the first twenty yeah. minutes of the game. He's not even flashed a card, but that but he's worn that play. If you do yeah. if you do a tackle again, mate, you're going to get a yellow card. What? So he does a that player does a tackle later on in the game, not as harsh as what he done in the first 10, 20 minutes of the game. Yeah, but he gets a yellow card. And that, but that's where the inconsistency comes in. And I'm like thinking, okay, mate, you know, ref, come on. You know, that tackle, that harsh tackle in that first half needs to be punished. Do you know what? Let me say two things equally. Like, I, I think uh, refs need more credit. A- anytime I go to a game, Palace or Mason, and the ref is not a centre of attention, mm. I will turn around to my mates at the pub afterwards whatever, and go, the ref is good today, will he? Didn't even notice him. Because I, th- I think they deserve that. I also think that because ref- they're, they're not allowed to have social media or nothing like that. So this is not going to affect them. I, I, yeah, I think they should come out media. in the Premier League and and have interviews because even VAR because a free kick outside the area isn't on VAR. Yeah, so imagine if they got that wrong and they watch it back and it you know it costs Tottenham or Palace a thing. Yeah. If that ref came out to come to it. I've just gone back into the room. Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, probably should have been a free kick. I'm sorry, I can't give what I see. I'm really sorry. I, how about you? I'll go, fair play, mate. No worries. I would, I would accept that apology. i am like, fair enough. It's not going to be a problem. And the other thing, I was going to say, I said to you earlier, but my Sunday league game last week, it, it was a friendly, and it was their team's person that was refing, and he was like this big bloke in a Liverpool shirt. I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be awful. Chucked on his ref shirt and looked look the part. And I, um, I won't go into too much detail, but I got into a bit of a hoo ha with their centre back. Like, he punched me in the head and I grabbed him by the collar, all that, yeah, proper kicked off. And he he dealt with that situation. I would say, and it sounds like a huge shout, the best way I've ever seen a ref deal with a situation. Blues whistle, you know, people blew, uh, broke it up. Blues whistle, both of you over here. He didn't say, you did that, or you did that. He didn't blame us for anything. He didn't go, you did this, or you did that. All he said was, both of you, this is a friendly, yeah? yeah? If I see any of you two do that again, you're walking, yeah? Fucking shake hands, get on with the game. And you know, both of us, I know, even though he's a gobby cunt, and he's a prick, I hate him, <laughs> Well, you played but, him before. Yeah, you? I played him before. Oh, yeah, he's a prick. I, I took it around him a few times afterwards. Wee. Um, Is he going to be listening to this uh, podcast right now? I doubt it. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we both 
we both knew we were like naughty school kids. Yeah. I put our heads down, shook hands, walked away. We we're like, fuck it, we've just been told off. Like, but that is brilliant because he, you know, I say he punched me, which he would have seen, and I grabbed him by the collar, yeah, and, and probably like swung for him a little bit. We even as a friendly, we could have both got a red card there easily, easily. and he just yeah. went, shut up, get on with it, shake hands, with it. and that is the best way to deal with that. Yeah, that, no, that's good refereeing. That's good refereeing. A lot of, no, I respect that. I respect that. But it, it's like, it's, it's, I was going back to the Tottenham Arsenal game last weekend. It's like, I think that game came away with like, um, I think it was like five, I think it was like six or seven yellow cards that game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Grant Jacker got one, didn't he? Bless him. He always likes, he always likes, loves a card. But the thing mm-hmm. is, I know it's a referee. I think they're in training at the moment because I heard a rumor that they've been the referees have been told that to on certain situations, certain challenges, certain like jostling, right? They've got to be a bit more lenient, like in games. No penalties, is that? Yeah, like, minimal contact doesn't count, yeah. does it? Yeah. Because the thing is, in the end of football is still in the end of the day. A semi-contact sport. Where no, it's not semi. It's contact sport. It's contact sport. It's a contact sport. That's what I say to you. When I go for a shoulder barge, no, and they give yeah. a free kick, I'm like, it's a shoulder barge. I'm going for the ball. Yeah. Hate it. it. And like, one instance is in the, um, I say in the uh, top Arsenal game last, last week, um, you had, who was it? Who was it? I think it was, um, who was it? I'm trying to think. Burvine. Mm. Irvine. Uh, he um he was jostling with one of the um with one of the Arsenal centre backs, for which one it was. He was jostling with him, long ball came over, he went down a bit easily. Last season there had been a free kick. Mm. But there wasn't a free kick, it was continuing on play. Mm. And I was like thinking, no, great, because at the end of the day, that's what you want to see. Yeah, There's two thinking. players jostling for the yeah, ball. 100%. Yeah, jostling for the ball. But if one goes down too easily, which is, tends to be the striker. Well, I'm, say, the striker. I'm, I'm a striker, so I'm on their yeah. side. But the other thing I want to say to you, which I know you'll agree with me on as well. <laughs> right? So this year they said, obviously the uh, offside thing is going to be a thicker line. Mm-hmm. You know, not that too oh, yeah, stupid. Yeah. But what, so this is, that's a good thing. Obviously. Good. And they're going to give the advantage to the attacker if it's very close. Okay, not every game is going to be on TV now, like it was in that lockdown. Was, yeah. But they've said any game that is on TV, they're not going to show the process of doing it. And I think to myself, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference. They'll show the final result. That's fine. So you'll still see it. That's fine. So if you're going to show the final result of of the um, offside, of the decision, yeah. Why are you not showing the full lot of it? Do you know what I mean like? You might as well show how well, you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, it's probably because they just want to. They just want to make the game go faster. No, but it's not. Because no, what I'm saying, like, so when when I did it before, yeah, like last season stuff, mm. yeah, we'd be watching the TV because obviously we couldn't go to games, and they're putting the lines there, and we'd be like, oh my god, what the fuck? Obviously, it's not going to. Like you say, it will be quicker. So be fans on the ground now, and yeah, they're going to be thicker lines and all that. So why, if they're going to show the image of the final decision of onside? Or offside, mm. why can't they just do it on the TV while they're doing it? Still, well, I, I t- I tell you it doesn't make a difference. I'll tell you one league you need to watch. Um, I know I've spoken to you about Marseille watching 
Liga football. As I do like a bit of Marseille. I love the fight. Egg on. Yeah. I like... Egg on. Yeah, I like Marseille. And the thing is, I watch a lot of Liga football. And um, they, they, they've had uh, VAR. For, they've had VAR in for like. Um, was it? About. Was it about two seasons before the Premier yep. League? And I'll tell you what, they've got it down to a team. When you watch games now, um, yeah. When you watch games there, it's so fluent with the VAR. Um, like decisions of VAR there is completely different to the Premier League. I can't really explain it like yeah. properly, but you need to watch it. Am I allowed to like name drop channels to watch it on? Definitely, yeah. yeah? Definitely, yeah. So Normally, what you watch is on BT Sport. So you just watch any league uh, game. Watch any league uh, game. Um, normally, Marseille get played on like eight o'clock on a Sunday after evening. Watch, watch a game. See how they run their VAR, and you will see what I mean. Mm. That they have got it spot on. Yeah. And I think like the Premier League have got a lot to learn yeah. learn from. I don't know how it is in Italian football. No. Because I'm not football. No, you are. I've not watched it, but or even well, Spanish football, whatever. But Liga, that's where they need to learn well, from. Well, that mate. It's been lovely talking to you for almost an hour now. <laughs> I know, um, I'll put it on. Um, if you if you're still listening at this point, obviously the podcast is about let's talk and mental health. So, like we always say, if you feel like you can't talk to anyone, please call. One one six one two three, one one six one two three. That's Samaritans. It'll always be there for you. Uh, if you if you're listening to this and you know me, please give me a message. Um, even if I miss back in the morning, I'll be there for you. Don't feel you're on your own, please. I know tonight's been a football podcast, and you know you might not still be on now <laughs> listening. But if you are and you're feeling a bit down, if you're a bit shit. Please know you can message me. All right. Um, call that number. Yeah. Well, Wayne, it's been really nice to you tonight. Thanks for joining the podcast.